0: Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more, or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the caged vision podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, You'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck. Lisa Beck, and we are talking about Capacity. And people, when you think about capacity, some people think um, automatically I don't have the capacity or unlimited capacity. And that's probably glass is half full, glass is, is half empty, empty type thing. But I've got a story for you about capacity because this story involves not Superman, not Superwoman, but superhero strength. And we've all heard of these stories. This story... Is of a 22 year old female who walks out of her house and she sees her father trapped underneath a car he'd been working on, a 3,500 pound car. And he's not breathing. So what does she do?
1: Oh my gosh, don't tell me she lifts the car.
0: She lifted the freaking car. Not, she didn't lift the car, she lifted the freaking car.
1: I- Oh she
0: lifted up and now she didn't throw I'm not saying she threw it right she she, but she didn't think about oh my gosh there's a car I don't have strength I need to go find a jack I need to call 911 no she's like boom I gotta solve this I gotta figure this out she goes and she lifts the car and she kind of t- she said think of it as like a three legged stool or propping it up on, on three legs and then she kind of lifted it up enough to where she could move her father out and then, wait, well, it gets better. And then she goes and gives him CPR. Like, I'd be out of breath. I'm like, I just lifted a car, man. You got to take it from here, right? <laughs> but yeah, so superhuman strength. And that's, we've heard of stories like this, where right? People lift cars.
1: Yeah, there's actually a psychological term for it. It's okay. called hysterical strength. Ah. So she had hysterical strength. I would just be hysterical, but she had hysterical
0: hysterical strength. strength. So mm-hmm. as we talk cuz this is a business podcast. And we're talking about caged vision and you as a business owner want to unlock your caged vision, right? And so you're probably thinking, okay, um I know they're going to start talking about business at some point, which we typically do, right? At some point we get to it.
1: At some point we yeah. do.
0: So here's the thing. When you start to go, you've got your plan, If you've been following what we've been talking about over the last 15 or so episodes, you know that we are systematically talking about how to create a simple, practical, and actionable one-page plan that you can actually work with your team over the next 12 months, right? And part of that is when you lay it out, you have to assess their capacity,
1: what a great segue. Was it? That was great.
0: That was good enough. Anyway, our sponsors are not going to leave us. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. When you start to assess your team's capacity, it actually, you, you have to think through more than just laying out, here's where we're going, check in with you later, right? Because in theory, you've hired employees to do a day job.
1: In theory, yes, they do have a day job.
0: and, and And their day job is to manage the existing business. More than likely, you didn't hire them in February of 2018 to help you on your 2019 strategy. You probably weren't thinking that far in advance. Now, more than likely, you were hoping that you hired smart people and you knew that you were going to need their help along the way, and now you're trying to tap into that talent, you just need to find a way to do it in a way where you're sort of assessing the capacity. So insights from Lisa.
1: Very nice. Well, one of the things when you talk about capacity with your employees is I think you need to realize that 100% capacity is not the goal. Is not the goal. See,
0: and, and before you gave me this statistic, which she's about to give you, I thought, well, yes, it is. It's actually one hundred and like forty percent. Yes. No.
1: Yeah, your employees would leave you. No. Uh, actually, around eighty-five percent capacity uh, is the goal, uh, and so needs to be the goal. Needs to be a goal. Yeah. And they did a study where they had they? a a manager. It was a mechanical engineering firm, and I I don't know that I well, can say the person's name. Like, but you, when mechanical
0: name. engineers do studies, you're probably just gonna. I'm you
1: know, I'm gonna. Good. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'll get it and I'll have Nick post it in the show notes. How's the bigger, that? Point, the is bigger that, point is yes. the results of this study done within a mechanical engineering firm. And so they were asked, this manager asked this team to do 120 different iterations of a project in a month's time, even though the team themselves were like, oh my gosh, that that is just too many. It's overwhelming. And they only got 40 done in 30 days. So they were asked, they were charged with 120, and they got 40 done.
0: Okay. So I'm going to ask you questions. You may not know the answer. I
1: probably don't, but What go made ahead.
0: that person, him or her, what made him think that 120 was possible?
1: They were looking at the capacity, and they were judging how long it would take each employee to finish an iteration of the project.
0: Got it. So they took... A baseline of something, a little snippet, and then they extrapolated that. Yep. Which is a fancy word for multiplied and did some math and I'm very math.
1: impressed that you used the word extrapolate Me correctly too. in a Me sentence. Too.
0: Yeah. It was that was correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Okay. Well done. So anyway. They extrapolated it and then they said, okay, well, let's just apply this to everyone.
1: Yes, that's yeah, what they did. don't work that way, does no, it? No, no, it doesn't. And so everyone got flustered, and, and obviously they didn't get enough done. They only got 40. So they took a different tactic and same said, same firm, same group, and said, all right, look, let's just get 80 iterations done. Just 80. Hmm. Well... By bringing it down a notch and making it something that the team felt like was achievable, Mm. they got 70 of the 80 done. Wow. So we went from only doing 40 when the goal was 120 to doing 70 when they switched it to 80.
0: You You know why this is a critical conversation?
1: Because we're going to talk about goal versus outcome.
0: Yes. And there are a lot of business leaders, hopefully listening to this podcast right now, and maybe in the past, or maybe right now, they're thinking about stretch goals and stretch goals are good. However, stretch goals without a clear path for your team to follow that they buy into is going to, you're going to get the results like you just mentioned, right?
1: Wow. That was a great tie-in because I think so many companies have sort of bought into this. Okay, well, you have a goal, but then what's our, remember the term BHAG? Big, hairy, audacious. What's our big, hairy, audacious goal? Which I think it's fabulous for a company to have a BHAG, but to have individual employees have BHAGs that are unrealistic or uh, overutilize their capacity, I think it's, it heeds progress and production rather than- Yeah, they than, start to give up in February. Yeah, like, ah, exactly. It's no use. It's not going to work. Yeah. Just,
0: and then they go back and resort. It's just, yeah. N- not not best practice, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So tip number two for managing capacity.
0: Tip number two. You're looking at me. Do I know it?
1: Yeah. What is it? Assess strengths.
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: We've got to assess people's strengths.
0: So here's the thing. Um, just because they're on your team and they're on your payroll doesn't mean they're the right fit to be part of a uh, a strategic initiative correct as as a leader right as a leader you want to be the most effective leader and you may at times not feel like a very effective leader um, but when you put when you lob goals out there that are really stretched that aren't even like um, they're not planned. They're not thought out. They're not real. They're not really realistic. You lose trust with your team, and so. But that doesn't mean you get everybody together and and you say, okay, here's your part, because sometimes people aren't a fit for things that aren't already perfectly worked out. And by that I mean there are some employees that are you've hired to manage the business, and they. They manage very effectively to a, to a clearly defined process that is established, that is routine, that happens day after day after day in the same order and fashion. And they do that well. Some hate that. They're the ones that can handle a curveball. They're the ones that, you, that if they have the same skill set, this is the yes and part that we referenced last week. The yes part is they have the same skill set as the other person. The and part is you can take them and you can bring them into a, hey, here's where we're going. I don't have all of the answers yet, but we need to start. Can 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 you help me with this? You got the right skills and I know you've got the right drive. So if you do that wrong, you take somebody that has to have a process and you stick them on something that there is no process, they, they can't figure out how to get started. Like- I... Go. I have a great story okay, yes, stories for are always good. Go.
1: Okay, so I utilize an assessment called Strength Finders, and I love it. So if you have not done Strength Finders, do Strength Finders and- I'm an ENTJ. That's Myers-Briggs. Okay. Yeah. Are you really an ENTJ? I have no idea. What is that? Oh, my gosh.
0: I just made up that. I don't know. All
1: right. Strength Finders is not that. So Strength Finders gives you your top five strengths and the ways in which you work. And it's a great way to sort of figure out the strengths on your teams and how they work within a team. It's done by the Gallup organization, uh, Donald Clifton, positive psychologist. Anyway.
0: You I d- said that because you were like, I was I was going to ask. I know. I, okay. I did.
1: Good. So I already 100%. said it. Very good. I already did it. Yeah. So... I did a company once where we did the strengths of all their employees and I, we mapped them out on a grid and, And then we had a two-day sort of management retreat, and they were looking at the strengths of these two specific individuals that had capacity, and they really wanted this one individual to take on additional um, tasks, an additional role with this new strategic plan. And they were having difficulties because she just wasn't able to, she she just couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her strengths, and I looked at the CEO, and I said well she's not going to ever get this mm-hmm. she is like a labrador retriever and he looked at me and he started laughing and he goes oh my gosh she is she's a great team player she's always eager she's always happy she'll do things but you're gonna have to teach her to do it over and over and over and over again reinforce the process reinforce the process but don't change the process don't change the process." No. Just reinforce what she's already done. Don't change it. She's great, great employee, yes. great relational skills, great team player. But she didn't have those analytical, critical thinking skills that would allow her to do this task right. To enlarge her scope, oh, to fill so her good. capacity. That is so
0: good because when we're talking about capacity, this is under the umbrella on Addicts. This is the under the umbrella of the resources column so you've figured out okay this is the one big thing we got to go after in the next 12 months the most important thing and you break that down into three chunks and you say okay here are some smaller things that we need to do we call those projects you assign you get you create a timeline you got people working on it and then you're going to say okay who's got the, the capacity to help me and just because someone has capacity doesn't mean they should be on the job and so we're getting to a point where we're talking about okay Uh, If you're listening and you say, okay, how do I assess the capacity of my team? What is the difference between who should be on and who who should be not on? And what you're referencing is really skills versus strengths, right?
1: Yes. Just
0: because someone has a skill doesn't mean they have the strength by capacity strength to work in an environment, to apply their skills in an environment where not everything's known. Correct. And... You cannot teach them, train them to the same process because it won't be the same tomorrow because we're learning, we're breaking ground, we're doing new things, we're unlocking Caged Vision, if you will. That was a little corny, but I had to drop it, right? (laughs) I
1: think you did that nicely. Hey, you
0: think now's a good time for our commercial from our sponsor? Sure. Okay. This is a a sponsored uh, commercial from the Caged Vision podcast sponsor, Cypress Resources, which we sponsor our own podcast.
1: Yeah. It makes sense. Something like that. Anyway,
0: we have an upcoming uh, series that we want to talk to you about. It's called The Revenue You Want. So we've been talking about how to lay out this clear, simple, practical, actionable plan for your team. And we've got a new series that says, hey, if, uh, if you want in 2019 to focus on things in your business that are really profitable and scalable, you are not going to want to miss this podcast coming up in about six to seven to eight Ish weeks. I think it's eight. Eight. Okay. Isn't Give it or like take eight?
1: eight. Give or take eight. Well, yeah. it also don't, depends. It also take, depends. do take eight. right. Don't take on, eight. I don't all, take eight. all right. No, but it, it also depends on where you are in the series. So if you're listening to these in order, then yes, it'll be about eight weeks. If you just randomly happen to listen to this episode, not really sure when it will it's going to be. So it's... That's okay. It's... Yes. From, it's
0: oldest to... It's, it's newest to oldest, Right. Yes. Yeah. So I listen, to, I listen to podcasts sometimes the way I flip through magazines backwards. Uh,
1: I Yes, I do that all right. the time. Unless, or I actually sometimes do random too. Yeah, like okay. I like that title. I'll listen to that. Well, one. our
0: goal is to give you value in every podcast, whether or not it's in sequence or not. And speaking of, we've got one last point for you.
1: Yes. So the third takeaway in this podcast around capacity is know when to f- Fill the gaps. So mm. if you have capacity, or if your capacity is full, or if they don't have the skill sets versus the strength, you got to know how to find the resources. And yes,
0: and you know, speaking of, speaking of, when you're talking about the resources and, and under this umbrella of um, when we talk about capacity, and we talk about skills versus strengths, also think about before you bring in outside help look at it as gener- generic versus special specialist really. Oh right
1: that's a great idea. A
0: generalist versus a specialist you you really shouldn't rarely um, you're gonna need um, to pay for a generalist. you may however, you may want to backfill somebody on your team. if you take them out of their day job and you put them on a pro strategic project, you may hire a generalist to backfill their position. However, you don't want to hire a generalist for as a strategic resource. That's not a very good um, use of dollars, right? Let me give you an example. Back in the day, the company got acquired, but there was a company called The Shaw Group. They were a $8 billion construction engineering firm. And they were uh, they were basically a roll-up, bought a b- bunch of companies. And sometimes when you buy companies, there are remnants of the old company that get absorbed into the new company that at some point they look up and they say, this doesn't fit. Right. Sort of like what we talked sort about like we talked on about. our podcast isn't, isn't about pillars. It all fits together. It all right. works yeah. together. So anyway, um, they need to divest of this company. Well, this company had been a division of the old co- old co and new co. So they had to create a separate set of carve out financials. Basically they had to cr- run a set of financials as if it was his own organization and it was a very niche industry. So we helped bring in a very specific targeted expert that in that industry had done that exact thing to help sell a company. Now, the Shaw Group had smart financial people internally, and they could have taken those resources, and they could have compl- people that maybe had capacity and put this on them. The difference is when you're looking at a transaction, where you're looking to get a multiple on uh, on a on a company based on the financials right you need somebody that's been there and done that and that's the type of strategic resources that we keep referencing yes and
1: yes and
0: do you have any other tips for closing lisa
1: Well, I think that when you analyze your employees' capacity and you look for the specialist resources, I think it's also important to take into consideration your team and who they are, their strengths and skill sets, and how they'll work with those additional resources. Very
0: very good point. Next week, we're going to be talking about the cost-benefit of the resources that you bring. We're going to be talking about how to say, okay, what are they going to cost me and what's the expected benefit of that? You're not going to want to miss it. If you want continued encouragement and confidence in your business, keep listening. If you want that to happen faster and you want us to help find that hidden potential in your business, go to cypressresources.com. You will see a conveniently located button called Get Started. Click on that and we'll get in touch thanks